What the world needs now is positivity. Connecting, relating, and being human together is where it's at. Hi there, honey German, and I know life happens, but trust, you got this. And State Farm got us. It feels good knowing that State Farm agents are there to help you choose the right coverage with great support 24-7. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. This is your moment, your time to shine, your comeback. You're ready for the next step in your career, and you want an education employer's respect. So you're not just going back to school. You're coming back with Purdue Global. Backed by Purdue University, one of the nation's most respected public universities, Purdue Global is built for people who bring their life experience into the online classroom. Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, We guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste, or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family, look for delicious Kroger brand products, because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Spectrum One is a big deal. You get Spectrum Internet with the most reliable internet speeds, free advanced Wi-Fi for enhanced security and privacy, and a free Spectrum Mobile Unlimited line with nationwide 5G included, all while saving big. For the big speed, big reliability, and big savings you want, get Spectrum One. Just $49.99 a month for 12 months. Visit spectrum.com slash big deal for full details. Offer subject to change. Valid for qualified residential customers only. Service not available in all areas. Restrictions apply. Are you still searching for your perfect place to call home? Well, now is the time to buy at Fisher Homes. If you're looking to move in before the end of 2024, May could be your last opportunity to start building your dream home and close before the year's end. If you're hoping to move in even sooner, Fisher Homes also has homes that are move-in ready and waiting for you, where you can start enjoying the benefits of homeownership even faster. Schedule your personal tour with a new home advisor today at fisherhomes.com and make this spring the season you find your perfect home sweet home. Locatora Radio. A radiophonic novella, Locatora Radio, hosted by Mala Munoz and Diosa Fem. Hola, Locamores. Welcome back to Locatora Radio. This is Mala. And this is Diosa. And we are Las Locatoras. And of course, we're recording um, here at Radio Espacio, where we always record uh, Locatora Radio. Thank you for joining us once again for another capítulo. Thank you for tuning in. Locatora Radio is a radiophonic novella archiving the brilliance, legacies, and geniuses of women and femmes of color. Yes. Yes, we are. Yes. So happy to be here. Happy February. <sighs> I feel like it's been so long since we last recorded. Yes. We kind of just like put out three capítulos in like a span of a week <laughs> yeah. and then we're like okay bye we're, we, right. gotta, we gotta travel to Oregon oh and did we travel yes we did we traveled yes so the January 31st to February 2nd we were in Oregon um, the University of Oregon Mecha uh, and the Multicultural Center and the UO Mujeres University yes. of Oregon Mujeres organization yes. invited us out to do a workshop, two workshops, and a keynote, and we have so much to say. It was really fun. Also, can I just say, elephant yes. in the room, 
we're recording for YouTube now, and I think we're still adjusting. We are still adjusting. Because it's like the camera's like having a third locatora here, <laughs> like our third member that yes. we're still getting used to. Oh my God, so, yes. Hey, everyone. Hello. <laughs> hey, everybody. So no, we went to Oregon. We were in Eugene. Yeah. Um, which, it was my first time in Oregon. I've never been to Oregon before. Um, and I thought it was beautiful. Mm-hmm. So green. The air was so clean. Yeah. It was we, so cold. We were like, let's clean out our lungs. Let's get this L.A. smog, this right? residue, you know, right? the L.A. grime, because L.A. can be very grimy. Yeah. Um, and so first we got there, and of course, the students picked us up. They took us to our hotel, and they got yep. us a really nice hotel. You know, um, we hung out. Yeah, it was basically like a little mini locatora retreat because we honestly, we didn't have time to really do any sightseeing and to go around Eugene, no. unfortunately. But, you know, we got a lot of work done while we were there. We were still working, taking conference calls and doing all that good stuff that we like to do. So we were still working and then, of course, prepping and doing all of our work for the conference and the right. workshop. So, but it, it was amazing. It was great. We had a really great time. We did our goddess worship workshop with the UO Mujeres and other students that were there. So hopefully we gained some new listeners and shout out to our locamores that were there, such as Vero, Marianne, Edith, Yomaira fabulous people and all the other mujeres that were amazing it was amazing to meet Alia. it was cool to be around like the students it was I felt so nostalgic like so nostalgic about my own undergrad years and one thing that I really loved was and this capitulo is all about love yeah if this is our our amor prohibido episode you know and I could really feel the love there on campus not just for like you know, the podcast and everything, but, like, for the community. Yes. There was a big sense of community there with the with the, the Mecha students we met, the UO Mujeres um, students that we met, the Multicultural Center. Like, at one point, the girls had us over to one of their apartments, and, like, yeah. it was a bunch of the students there. We just were all hanging out and talking, and we ended up dancing at the end, and it was really fun, and, like, I miss having all of my homegirls in one spot. Right, that's what we were saying, like... When you're on when campus. you're doing your undergrad, like you're never in that cl- in that close proximity to your no. friends like ever again. Um, afterwards, you know, after you graduate and move away, so it was super great. And I agree with Mala, like definitely nostalgic. There's so many things I would have done differently during my undergrad, and like now, obviously being out and like having this different sense of community, I would have done so yes. much differently. So it's like so- for example, por ejemplo, yeah. what, what would you have done differently if you had to do undergrad over again? Oh, um. Uh, I would have changed my major. I would have studied abroad longer. Mm. I probably would have... Um, there's, I mean, there's a lot. I mean, my relationships, I think, affected a lot of my undergrad. So I would have done so much differently. So it's nice to see the way these mujeres have really built their community. Oh, yeah. Beautiful Be- community. Beautiful community. And it just seems like they really take care of each other and are just willing to learn together, grow together, and then bring speakers out because we heard about some future speakers that they're trying to bring we can't say anything. No, no, but, no, we can't. We but, can't. you know, it's really great to see the, the mujeres doing the work that needs to be done, you know, Hell on yeah. campus. And let me just say, and it was not lost on us, between Mecha and, of course, Yo Mujeres, the Raza Youth Conference, the, the Raza Unida Youth Conference, the 15th annual, is the reason why... Um, Mecha of University of Oregon flew us out there because we gave a keynote yes. for the Raza Youth Conference, right? Yes, and the theme was Floreciendo Juntos, so we wrote uh, this really great keynote, in my opinion, it was really great. Um, it was real good. It was real good. Um, yeah, can't lie. we can't lie. And, you know, we really brought this theme of, like, you know, planting your seeds and blooming and growing and, you know, having to, you know, 
pluck the weeds and, and not block anyone's sunshine and not block their growth, right? And really talking about that in the sense of um, when you're in a, in a community that yeah. has multiple needs, right? Um, layered needs. Layered needs. It takes many, many seeds, yeah. right, for a successful harvest. Yes. It's never, never just one seed, yeah. right? Um, so, yeah, all those themes, we're not going to give no, no, the no, whole no, thing no. away. You had to be there. Yes, you had to be there. You had to be there. Um, and then I, I also want to shout out, um, because, well, we, we did, Mala, tell them about the Latinx Tech <gasps> Intro to Podcast Workshop uh, we did. That one was so fun. So we had done sort of like a podcasting workshop at UCLA for one of Silky. Yes, shout out, hey, shout girl. Out, girl. I know you're watching. <laughs> one of our favorite femmes. Anyways, um, so Silky is uh, a genius and is this brilliant professor, and she had a class at UCLA. Right. And we came, and what department was it? Was it Chicano Studies? Chicano, Chicano Studies. Yeah, so for a Chicano, Chicano Studies class, we went as the podcast, and we talked about podcasting. We took that same workshop, and we sort of developed it for high schoolers and middle schoolers, and we called it Latinx Tech, and basically we had them... Um, break off into groups, the students, and build their own podcast yeah. from the ground up, from like having a name to a logo to a hashtag, mm-hmm. you know, um, you know, all that stuff. The stuff that we've put together right, to right, make right. our podcast come yeah, to life. So it was we, real fun. We did, um, of course, we like laid the foundation and we talked about like our, our development and what we've done and what's worked and what, what we've had to improve and all those things. And also at the workshop, there were two mujeres from Portland that drove and they're locamores. I want to shout out Feli and Rocio. They (laughs) They were so fun. They were so fun. They they took us um, to get drinks afterwards. And we spent the whole afternoon with them before we flew back to L.A. So it was super great to meet them. We have the best locamores. We really do. Our listeners are so fun. Are so bomb. So much fun. Oh, my God. Yes, Our yes. listeners are so fucking cool. So hopefully we'll be in Oregon again. Mm-hmm. That would be great. I think we will be. Yeah. We might, maybe we'll spend a little bit more time there. Yeah, 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 to play. A, a day of leisure. Yes. If you will. Yes. If you must, you know. <laughs> yeah, so that was our, our time in Oregon. It was super great. And then, you know, we came back and, you know, back to work. Yes. Here we are. And here we are. And here we are, I think, with, we're going to jump into yep. one of our we're new jump segments. jump into our new segments. Um, you ready? Ma, 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 ma. All right. So, Oye <sighs> Locas, we got this listener question a yes, few we do. few weeks ago, a few months ago. I hope you're listening, Amor. This is a, such a great question. Um, definitely hits home for me, so I'm going to go ahead and ask it. Um, okay. I'm a bisexual Mexicana, and my dad has a hard time with me dating women. I'm currently dating a guy, and no amo, pero I get the sense that my dad is, quote, relieved. This bugs me for some reason, and I'm not sure why, because although my dad had a hard time with me dating women, he didn't, quote, disown me or anything and said he loves me regardless. Have either of y'all experienced this? You can take dun, this dun, one dun, away. Dun, dun. <laughs> you, can take, you can take this one away. This is relevant. Um, okay, girl. I feel like you are reading my life, TBH. Um, I actually feel this way, and I think this was... Um, you know, not to get too deep, but I feel like this was a, it was a really hard, it was really hard for me to, um, move away from my lesbian identity into my queer identity Uh because I felt, because I'm so femme that people weren't going to understand that I'm queer or pansexual or bisexual. It was more like, oh yeah, see her phase is over. Yes. Right. So I, I really struggled with, like with, the queerness was a phase. Exactly. I really struggled with being okay with dating men. Um, and same thing, I feel like my father was never, like, outwardly homophobic with me. Um, I think it was more subtle, like, he wouldn't necessarily acknowledge my partners as my partners. 
They were you know, friends. They were friends, or he would never say their names. He would say la muchacha, things mm-hmm. like that. Um, very coded, yes, <laughs> coded things. And now I feel like I wouldn't say he's happy that I'm dating a man because I don't know if any father's ever really happy. That you're, that you're dating dating anybody right right yeah, and yeah. like when I don't come home he knows where I'm at type of thing. <laughs> like, you, know, you know favorite right? that's my favorite right? that's the best ah! <laughs> right so I mean yes okay so have either of us experienced that I mean yes definitely and I think your feelings are valid especially you know and this is what I I had this discussion with my mom recently actually because she was like well how does you know your your boo feel about you identifying as queer and I'm like, um, well, he wouldn't be with me yeah. if he wasn't Number okay one. with that. Numero uno. Right? And I had Let's to have Yeah. There. And I had to have that discussion and I was like, just because I'm dating a man now doesn't make me any less queer. Let's start there. Right? Let's be clear. Yes, right? Yeah. Yes, there are certain privileges when you're in a perceived heterosexual relationship, but it doesn't negate your queerness, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. So I think that that's really important. And I just wanna say, if you're listening, your feelings are totally valid. Yeah. And I feel you, boo. And just keep doing you. And you know what's interesting is, like, your parents, like you're saying, your parents are never really happy about whoever you're dating. Right. Or one parent might be happy, the other one is not. Right. And I think it's interesting, too, like, your parents will tolerate your partner until your partner is no longer your partner, when there's a breakup and now they're gone. And then all of a sudden, you hear from everybody in the family, well, we didn't really like them that much anyway. Like, oh, finally, (laughs) that shit's over, girl. We don't want to tell you, but here's the tea. I had a friend who lives in New York City who was like, you know, me and me and your mom, um, Zoe, you know, me and your mom uh, kind of agree. We didn't think that that person was the one for you. I'm like, oh, now I find out that right? my friends and my mother were all communicating behind my back. You know what I mean? So it's just funny, like, but it's interesting because I think, you know, we can only push our parents so far. Right. And sometimes I'm just grateful even for just silent, tacit, just acceptance. Yes. (laughs) You know, as opposed to outright, like... Yeah. You know. Right. I don't like it. Stop that. Get out of my house. Right. Well, I... I You know what I mean? Yeah. And I did date somebody briefly that my father was so unhappy with. Oh, yeah. I remember that one. Yeah. And he... That was... was, And that was some outward, like, I'm not talking to you kind of shit. And, like, I'm not gonna fucking... I'm not gonna talk to you until you decide that, you know, this relationship is over. That's some amor prohibido. That wasn't amor prohibido. And same thing. In real ways. Everybody, all my family was warning me. and was like, don't do this. Don't do this. Don't date this person. Watch out for that one. Yeah. And I was like... And then at that point, I was like, man... Me, me puse bien rebelde and I oh, was like course. speaking of my dad is calling me ah! <laughs> he heard us speaking of he heard oh us God. he heard us he heard us it says papi it right does, there it does papi's calling <laughs> yeah father papi not daddy papi not daddy papi there's a difference <laughs> there's a difference there's a difference oh my god that's hilarious um, alright goodness yeah. <laughs> So yeah, so there's your answer. There's your there's our answer yes. to your question. Yes. And that's thank you. And you always submit questions to our curious cat. Yes, please what keep is, submitting. What our is it? Curiouscat.com slash locatora dash radio underscore underscore. Let me look Let's it. Look. Let, me, let me look it up. Yeah. <clears throat> well, yeah. Keep submitting questions. We love reading these questions. We have a few like that we're gonna answer in the next few. Capitulos, but it's always good to have new ones, especially if like if if they go more on theme with what we're talking about Absolutely. that day. Yeah. Curiouscat.me slash locatora underscore radio. Yes. Send us questions. Send us questions. 
we prefer the curious cat me over the DM to be honest. We really do. Um, because this is a one place that we can just really keep up with where the just specifically the questions we're are. trying to stay organized yes we're, we're trying to stay organized so yes thank you thank you ask us questions we're pretty open yeah i think so yeah i think we're pretty honest about stuff when people ask <laughs> us questions we answer them yeah yeah so okay so more into our topic amor prohibido so yeah. what is that come to when when you hear that phrase amor prohibido what does it bring to mind for you like what are your immediate re- references I think of amor prohibido. I think of painful love. Yeah, the best kind, right? I think of like that love that has you up at night, sobbing, sobbing alone into your pillow, right? Because something is keeping you from being with that person, whether it be your parents, society, la otra. Ah, yes. Quién sabe? Whatever it is, whoever it is, (laughs) whomever it may be, there's always something in the way. Right. Right. Whether that be distance. Yeah. Right? Whether it be your own emotional unavailability. Ooh, girl. Another person's emotional unavailability. Yes. Yes. Or just even knowing that the person is not the one for you, but still wanting to, you know, see see how this person is going to, you know, play out in your life. Or right. what the relationship is going to teach you. Even right. though you know it's not the relationship. But you want the experience anyway. Yeah. Sometimes sometimes I feel like I don't mind. I, you know when a person is not your life partner. Oh, for sure. There are those people, yes. right, that you meet them in wherever you meet them, whether that's mm-hmm. you're out, you're in school, you know, whatever. Here, here, here there, here, whatever. Um, and you know, like, okay, this person is going to be a lot of fun yeah. or this person is a little bit of trouble and I'm down, but I know what I'm getting and I know what I'm not going to get. I know that this has an expiration date. Mm-hmm. And even though I'm going to fight it, <laughs> yes, eventually some shit is going to blow up and this person's going to be out of my life. Yeah, even when you know because the universe, God, Shiva, whoever is sending you a yep. million signs and to keep like, this person away from you. You're like, I don't I don't know her. I don't, I don't know her. I don't see. I can't see. I can't, I can't read. See. Suddenly I cannot see. <laughs> I'm going to ignore all the signs and I'm going to seek out this person that I know is bad for me. Yep. That's going to send me into a very dramatic like life spiral. Spiral, I was going to say. But I want it. I right. yearn for it. And make me cut off all these people that are connected to them, right? Yeah. Why do we do that shit? I don't shit? know, because we're horrible. That's amor <laughs> nos, nos gusta la mala vida por eso. Me gusta sufrir. Exacto. That's why. And I've always known that about myself. Yeah. You know, you just have to be honest. Like, I like to create drama for myself. I do. <laughs> and, you know, I think at this point in my life, my self-love is not getting into dramatic relationships. That's good. That's how I'm going to practice good. that I self-love. I like that. I like that. That's good. At this point in my life, my my current partner is like no drama. And sometimes I find myself getting in these like self-sabotage ways of I, being like, okay, but where is the drama? Right. Like, how come, you know, the needle, the pin hasn't dropped, right? Well, how come the shoe hasn't fallen off? I'm like, well, what's going on? Like, I'm what's like, coming? wait what's a coming? second. What's coming? I'm like, hold on. It's and then my, my boo has to be like, it take things are what they are. Like you things know? are good, let them yes, be good. Yes, like let them be good. And I'm just like, oh, okay, you're right. Trust, trust the calm. Right? Yes. Embrace the calm. Right? Maybe there's not a storm coming. Yeah, there might not be. Yes. That being said, we let's get into our song need to break. Let's go into our song break. Orcasteras peligrosas.
we're back. Pardon so. us. Pardon us. <laughs> so. Oh, so Valentine's Day is coming up. Valentine's Day is coming up, and we are hosting an event with Jessica Salgado and Nada Cult, yes. her publisher. And it's gonna. It's called Dulzura. It's gonna be at the at the LA Theater Company, I think. Así se llama. The, uh, Los Angeles Theater Center. Eso. And it's on Spring Street. It's on Spring Street. It's downtown. in downtown LA. Um, tickets are still available. Almost sold out, though. They're $25. Starts at 7.30. There's a bar. We're hosting, like we said. Um, super, super excited. There's going to be another, um, a few other poets that are performing, along with Jessica. Tona. Tona is going to be performing. Do not set. miss Tona. And then we're going to do a Q&A after. So we're going to be facilitating that. We love emceeing. We love yes. hosting. We so, really do. Yeah. Yeah. It's a good time. Yeah. So, you know, talking about Valentine's Day, um, throwback to what did we do last year for oh Valentine's God, Day? Uh, <laughs> it was a hot ass, ratchet we, ass mess. We were each other's Valentine's. We were. We, it was a Galentine's it was. day. It really was. It was a lot of fun. It was super, super sweet. We, um, we were supposed to go out to a nice dinner and ended up ordering Papa John's. We ordered and we pizza. Had pizza. And we just, you know, got drunk and turned at Mala's place. Yeah, well, first of all, we met at my place, and my apartment is very small. So it was like how many girls? It was the Mommy Collective, Melissa, and Bao. Bao. And I feel like she had a friend there. Did she? Oh, I don't remember. Or was it just Bao? I, I think it was just Bao. Okay, anyway, but so there was, there was like what, like six or seven? Six, whatever those numbers yeah. add up to. Seven <laughs> women. Um, and so we were drinking Henny, obviously, Henny and pineapple and other things. I was drinking champagne. She was drinking <laughs> champagne. We were drinking Henny and pineapple out of champagne flutes. Right. Um, which is what I like to do. Right. I like to drink out of champagne flutes. So anyways, um, mm-hmm. we're leaving, right? And we were going to the shortstop on Sunset. And friggin' the light, you know, okay, when you go to a new person's house, mm-hmm. like, you don't always know, like, where are the steps, where right. are the lights, where yeah. are the corners, what do you look out for? Like, you're not aware of, like, the space. Yeah. And it was dark. And, you know, my house <laughs> is a little bit, it's a little bit old, it's a little bit ratchet sometimes, and, like, our lights are not, not everything is lit, and some of the lights are late. And some of the lights are in weird places. And so poor Maritza, she didn't see this step. The light comes off way late and Maritza falls and fucks up her ankle. And while she's on the floor and I'm like, oh my God, Maritza, (laughs) then the light comes on so we can see our predicament, but we couldn't avoid it. Poor girl. And she was limping, limping. She limped into the Uber, but she was a fucking trooper and she rallied and she limped all the way into the shortstop (laughs) and up to the bar, girl. (laughs) It was great. Yes. And then I, I think we just we, we took care of her that night bought her drinks yeah like you know had her seated we're sitting with her and, her ankle um, was elevated her ankle was elevated everything. we were single hoes that year all of us were single at the same time could you imagine oh girl Can nobody could imagine? stand a chance it was terrible and nobody could it was great nobody was safe no not even <laughs> us we weren't even safe <laughs> right so we were hella was, single yes that was Valentine's Day last year. But it was fun. It was a nice Galentine's Day. It was a lot of fun. Um, much has changed. Much has um, changed. It's still, it's still Galentine's Day for me. Yeah. You have a boo. I have a boo, but, you know, he's not, like, a Valentine's Day person. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I checked with him. I checked with him <laughs> before I booked the event, um, obviously. Like, uh-huh. hey, like, 
you know, we're going to host this event. Like, I just want to, like, check in. Like, are we going to do anything that do day? Do we have plans? Do we have plans? Were you planning something? And he doesn't like to plan anything. So he was like, we can do something on the weekend. Like, Fair. Do, do you? And I was like, okay, perfect. Um, that was the answer I wanted. So <laughs> Right. You got what you were looking for. I got what for. I was looking for. And it was funny because throwback, um, we, I was telling Mala actually that after our Valentine's Day, the morning after waking up, Uh-oh. he had actually started following me on Instagram, current boo. So I was like full circle. Would you look at that? Right? That's so funny. I know. How cute. Yeah. Did you post a photo that Valentine's? I did. I was looking hella fine. And he liked it. He did like it. He did like it. He took the bait. He did. He took he the took bait. The bait. Right. I love putting some bait out there, right? and you just know that they're gonna bite. And then when they bite, you're like, it right on good. time. Yep. You're like right on time. I knew what I was doing. I knew what I was doing. We always know what we're doing. It's true. We do. Even when we're not thinking about it, it's like, oh, wait, I knew what I was doing all along. Right, right. I got my desired result, even if I didn't know that I desired that result. Right. I got what I wanted. It worked out. We're good. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> that's, the, that's, that's the best. Yes. So, <clears throat> okay, going on theme, right, talking about amor prohibido, um, Mala brought up an interesting point about self-love. <gasps> yeah. Yeah. So... Self-love in its own way is an amor prohibido. Why? So, so often, right, like, especially women, um, and I would say uh, most especially also, like, queer men, to be really into yourself and to mm-hmm. love yourself and want to take pictures of yourself and spend time on your makeup and your hair, we're always called conceited right. and we're always, like, talked down on for that, you mm-hmm. know? And we're self-centered and we're narcissistic and we're shallow. People love saying that women are shallow and girls are shallow. Femmes are shallow. That femmes are shallow. Frivolous. I'm like, that is our love language for ourselves. Yes. Is to spend time on ourselves and to look at ourselves. Because this performance is not just for the outside world. Mm -hmm. We perform for ourselves. If femininity in many ways is performance. Yeah. Right? And like, okay... Mm -hmm. To quote Brittany, there are <laughs> those of us say? that do the entertaining and then others who are watching. Mm. For me, since we can establish femininity as performance in many ways, right. right? We are performers, but we also perform for ourselves. And then everybody else, they're watching. Yep. They're the audience, mm-hmm. right? And sometimes the audience needs to sit back and shut the fuck up <laughs> and let the show continue. You know what I mean? So for me, that's what I think of when I think of self-love. Like we're not supposed to love ourselves because mm-hmm. then we're shallow right. or self yeah but we do this for ourselves absolutely absolutely so in its own way it is an amor prohibido right because we're not allowed to do it we're not allowed to outwardly do it we're not allowed to talk about it we're not allowed to post too many selfies right right we're not allowed to take the time for ourselves that we know we need um set establish our boundaries say no to people Right. Those are the things that we're not allowed to do, especially as women and femmes. Yes, especially. Yeah. Um, And then, you know, obviously there are different types of like, (sighs) there's certain types of loves, (laughs) loves that are always going to be like forbidden. Right. So whether that's because of race, class, gender, like Mm -hmm. people always find a reason Mm -hmm. to problematize a romantic encounter or unless it's like cishet inside of marriage, everything else is fucked up and that honestly excludes most types of love absolutely right yeah yeah I feel like um by default all of my relationships have been like amor prohibido because of the queerness right with the exception of my current one but you know all my past relationships have been amor prohibido because because of the queerness yeah 
And um, whether that be, like, from society or any type of, like, internalized homophobia or internalized misogyny, like, that mask energy even in, like, queer folks, queer women, um, all that shit. Yeah. And I feel like the theme of amor prohibido is so common, like, in music. Right. So much mariachi, lost love, (laughs) forbidden love. Uh, fucking Jessica. Jessica, I was gonna say. <laughs> fucking the Vicente fans came for her. Yes, Jessica, <laughs> Jessica Salgado. Hey, girl. Shout out, mama. I know you're watching. <laughs> <laughs> um, much love. Jessica had tweeted out the other day um, about how Vicente Fernandez, that iconic song, every Mexicano's, every Latino's favorite song, El Rey, mm-hmm. right? They all sing it about themselves, right? Mm-hmm. Um, She's like, that's the ultimate fuck, fuck boy anthem, you know? Because he's talking about, like, I'm broke, I got no power, I got no influence, and nobody listens to me. <laughs> Why the fuck would I? <laughs> Why are you crying? Right, right. <laughs> you know? <laughs> um, but anyway, so, like, um, I also feel like in so many novelas, yeah, Amor Prohibido is just a constant theme. Oh, totally. I mean, that's what makes it so dramatic, right? Like how we said in the, the first half of the capitulo, right? We want the, we want the drama, Right, we were we've grown up with all that drama, right? So we're like, okay, we that's that's it. the only way to be in a relationship, right? Is to uh, have all this drama, right? But um, I mean, so okay, so we see the novelas, right? A classic, of course, Amor Prohibido by Selena. Um, that is just like the anthem. Yeah, and the it, forbidden love. In that song, she's talking about you know, somos de distintas sociedades. Yeah. You know, somos de diferentes clases. Mm-hmm. So it's like, I am imagining, I'm wondering, like, in the song, right, like, what is her position? Is she the one that's not good enough? Or is she the the, the princesa that's right. too good? I mean... And he's not good enough for her. I don't think we really know, because even in the video, right, she's... Is there another... Is there a person in the video? Is Doesn't she man? get stood up? Isn't... Is that the one where she's out... And she's wearing the the sh- the t-shirt, the striped t-shirt, and the jeans, and she has the long with the rose. With the rose. No, that's no me queda más. Oh yeah. Yeah. I'm getting my, my references mixed up. No, but I'm Let's a, look up I'm the a, video. I'm looking for videos when she's out in the desert, and there's like oh, a door. There's yes. just a door. She's wearing that beautiful like red tie like outfit. Um, yes. Is there a man? Is there a man? I don't remember. No, she's wearing the white. Yeah, but she's also wearing red in a part of the video. Oh. Yeah, yeah. See, she stands alone. Who yeah. knows? See, so it could be like, right, mm-hmm. um, like I've had family basically tell me like, oh, well, we don't like such and such because we don't think that they're good enough. Right. Whatever that means. Yeah. Who's heard that before? <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> no one's good enough. No one's good enough. Good no enough. one's good enough. I guess my grandma, I wasn't here when this happened, but my mom told me that my grandma Nacha, they were watching TV and they were talking about, you know, the prince and Meghan Markle. And my grandma was like, so he met her in L.A.? And where were my granddaughters when the <laughs> prince was here? Where were they? What were they doing? Out being hoes? I was, I was out hoeing. Sorry. <laughs> Sorry. I miss the prince. I miss my I fans. miss the prince. I miss the prince. I was over That's here. Hilarious. Being fucking occupied by all these fucking troll-ass dudes out here instead of meeting the prince that's what i was wasting that's, my time that's what happened i was wasting my time that's, that's what definitely I was what happened anyways that's um, funny yeah that okay is funny. so music um movies did we talk about movies well with the novelas i mean so, what, so many movies the basis the basis for all this shit so much is you know the romeo and juliet right idea. right that's like the continued um theme 
Yeah. What is, what is it when it's a theme and it reoccurs? What is it called? It's a trope. No. No. It's a but theme. There's something else. It's a, a mo- like a motif. It's a motif. Is it a motif? <laughs> I don't know. Is it a trope? Now I don't know. Anyway, well, that the reoccurring theme. Oh, sorry. Right? It's some literary device. One of those yes. fucking literary devices that they hammered into us, like, our um, entire education. Right. That we can't remember. We can't remember now. <laughs> I would even say, I would even say, I wonder... How much is the story of Adam and Eve, even an amor prohibido, just like from the fucking jump? First right. of all, it's so brutal right. the way that the Bible imagines like men and women like mm-hmm. taking his rib out. Like, what the fuck? Why? It's so grotesque. Right. And then they're, I don't even know, are they even in love? Or they're just put together? They're put together. You know? They're just put together. There's no, yeah. And I do not believe, right? Because what's the story that. It's- that the snake spoke to Eve. Right, and then she went and was like, here, try this apple. I don't believe it for a second. <laughs> I don't believe it. I don't believe it. They no. did Eva wrong. Eva was framed. Eva girl. was framed. I wrote a paper about this in college about how Eve was framed. Eve was framed, y'all. <laughs> and she did it because she was a ride or die. We don't need to be ride or die. We don't need to be ride or die. She was a down-ass bitch. And I think that she was framed. I think that 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 they put all the blame for this shit on the woman, of course. Right, of course. So that just laid the foundation for patriarchy and misogyny uh, because women ruin society. Exactly. Right? That's, they, they ruined the Garden of Eden. Look up epistemologies. That's a survivor narrative. Yep. I don't believe that Eve <laughs> did it. She was framed. She was framed. <sighs> um, okay, so, Mala, I have... Um, okay, tell me if this is too personal. You don't Uh-oh. need to answer. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. What is it? Um, can you give me a personal example of Amor Prohibido? Oh my god. Little oh. or small? Well, how much time do we have, girl? No, um, you know, I um once dated somebody who lives in a different country. Mm-hmm. And I haven't shared this like on the podcast. Oh, yeah, that's and I right. haven't shared this on the internet really. Right. Okay. Um, but I once dated <laughs> someone who lived in another country and this country was Cuba before <laughs> <laughs> before the embargo was lifted. Um, and it was a few years ago and I like used to fly myself like by myself. This was in my early twenties. I was like twenty to twenty two. Some reckless shit in for our love. In our early twenties. For love. Between the ages of twenty and twenty two, I traveled to Cuba by myself at least three times. And I had like um, a Mexican travel agent who was based in Cancun who like would buy me my tickets and I would Western Union him money. <laughs> And then I would uh, fly. You were doing the most <laughs> for the D, girl. Lesson number one, don't do that. And I would fly into Cancun and then sneak into Cuba. But nothing bad ever happened to me. That's good. I'm glad you were able yeah. to do that safely. I mean, something bad did happen, and that's why the relationship ended. Right, right, but right. it was him. It wasn't It wasn't my travels. travels. Yeah. It wasn't. I wasn't in trouble on, like, an international level. Yeah. It was an interpersonal of problem, you know? Um, so that was definitely, like, an amor prohibido, I would say. Yeah. Um, and you had like yeah. travel restrictions on you, girl. Like, I had hella travel restrictions. Like my passport could not get stamped. Like right. I, I had to have the stamp somewhere else. It was a whole fucking thing. But I never got in trouble. Um, and I hope that me talking about this publicly, I'm not going to get in trouble now. If the feds get me, this is why. <laughs> this is why. <laughs> I know that there's lots. And for me, like I haven't really unpacked that relationship and what it means to like obviously be an American. Like dating somebody who lives in like in Cuba in Havana mm-hmm. or dating someone who lives you know in Latin America um obviously there's a lot of there's a lot there as far mm-hmm. as power dynamics and this and that and this and that and this and that I was hella young y yo por pendeja to be honest um I was in it for two years you know what I'm saying so mm-hmm. 
I will talk more about it one day Later. when I can really process it because I'm still like just so shocked that I I did that. You did this thing. <laughs> I did it. I did it, and I'm alive. So, anyways, how about you? You're. I mean, you have you shared a little bit, right? But an example for mm. you about an amor prohibido in your life, right? Okay. So I don't want to get too deep into my past right. relationships because this is raw, you guys. This is real shit. This I is refuse, real life for us. Refuse to talk about past Ooh. relationships. I refuse. Fair, very fair. Or do it very vaguely. Right. So I'm going to actually, I'm going to pull from a fun example and say that current Boo and I, when we were dating, we worked together. <gasps> so Ay. it was kind of an amor prohibido, right? Because we didn't want anybody to know. Already there were people at work that didn't fuck with me. They didn't like me, right? Haters. Shout out to y'all if you're listening. Haters. <laughs> so Shout out to the haters. I was like, here comes Diosa, right? Dating the cute new guy who everybody has a crush on. And how many men were there at the office before you know, him? Um, before him, I would say there's a hand. There were there were a handful, maybe five. Okay. Right. Um, I don't know if any of them. I think maybe a few of them were like single or available, but yeah, they weren't like the ones that you would date. You know. So, well, then there there comes you know now my my partner right, and I was like had my eye on him, and I was like. What was it that caught your eye? Oh, he's hella fine. <laughs> he has a beautiful beard. And you it know, connects. It connects. Um, he takes really great care of himself, and it shows. Uh, he, you know, practices all his self-care and does things for himself. You know, he's all about the maintenance, blah, blah, blah. So I would say that, you know, dating someone, where you, dating someone that you work with, right, and not wanting it to be obvious in the office also gives it its own, like, uh, rush, right, when you're, like, exchanging glances. When you're not supposed to. And you're texting each other, like, all these se- sexy things in, while you're in the same room, ah! you know, right? And yes, like, yes, And, like, yes, you're yes. in a meeting and they're sitting behind, or he's sitting behind you, or they're sitting behind you, and then, you know, you, the constant you know that there's this energy and tension, right? And, and like, everybody this, else could feel it, too, girl, and that's why they were hating. I know. They were Really, I know. really hating on the I know. Side. They were. But, you know, shout out to myself because I got out of that job. I'm living my best life and I got my boo, so. And you got a better job. Got a better job. So. So you won. So I won. You also won. Yes. Um, okay, so that was my example. Yes, and actually. How it's, are we doing on time? I, well, it's really time for us to wrap up. Yes. We want to remind y'all um, to subscribe on YouTube, subscribe on Apple Podcasts, rate us we're almost at 100 will it be you that is number 100 i hope it is um leave us a review comment all that good stuff subscribe subscribe yes share oh, i got that oh, okay. share <laughs> mala is actually gonna pull up a review that we liked we we um wanted to share it with y'all yes off of our itunes um we're so grateful for all of our listeners so um thank you this is from Vile Violet? Yes. Um, Thank you so much for sharing your wisdom and being unapologetically yourselves. I can't express how much it means to me to see how you both mix academia, chisme, and femme magic within your praxis. It makes me feel like I can be my best self in all different spaces of my life and not worry if I'm enough or needing to present myself in a way that's not authentic. Keep up the amazing work and carving out spaces for locas to thrive i'm inspired to share my voice and experiences more and maybe start a podcast this year yes love it start your podcast start your blog start your project yes um did we tell them everywhere to follow us follow us on instagram twitter facebook um you can tune in on itunes apple Podcasts, audio boom soundcloud we're everywhere you know what to do 
Uh, so. Don't forget to share, comment, tell us what you think of Amor Prohibido. Have you been in a forbidden love? Tell us. Tell us about it. So thank you. Thank yes. you for tuning in. This has been Locatora Radio. <clears throat> Besitos. Besitos. Are you still searching for your perfect place to call home? Well, now is the time to buy at Fisher Homes. If you're looking to move in before the end of 2024, May could be your last opportunity to start building your dream home and close before the year's end. If you're hoping to move in even sooner, Fisher Homes also has homes that are move-in ready and waiting for you, where you can start enjoying the benefits of homeownership even faster. Schedule your personal tour with a new home advisor today at fisherhomes.com and make this spring the season you find your perfect home sweet home. Right here, right now. Find your beautiful new floor at Right Rug Flooring. Choose from thousands of in-stock styles ready for next day installation and all backed by the right price guarantee. Visit rightrug.com. That's R-I-T-E-R-U-G.com today to schedule a free in-home estimate or to find a location near you. 24-month financing is available with approved credit. For 90 years, we've been right here, right now. Right Rug Flooring. If a new house is on your wish list in the next five years, grow your savings faster and experience your dreams with an Ohio Homebuyer Plus account from Kemba Financial Credit Union, a savings account specifically designed to save for a new home where you can earn 7% APY, a $500 matching bonus, and a $1,500 mortgage closing cost credit. Learn more at Kemba.org. Offer expires March 31st, 2025. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. NMLS 292230. Equal housing lender. Federally insured by NCUA. We went from normal life, healthy child to acute lymphoblastic leukemia or B-cell ALL. The St. Jude team came up to get CJ via ambulance. Shortly after that, I noticed a rainbow. It meant that there was hope. We were driving into hope. To have hope is to have your child healthy. And we have that because of St. Jude. You can help kids fight childhood cancer. Please become a St. Jude Partner in Hope today by visiting musicgives.org. Nobody wants to outlive their money, but it happens, especially for women. That's why Gainbridge offers the Parity Flex annuity, designed for women's unique retirement needs, with flexible withdrawals plus a guaranteed lifetime income benefit that keeps paying you even if your account balance is zero. Gainbridge is helping build a better financial future for women. Retirement income you can't outlive is the ultimate flex. Start saving now at Gainbridge.io. Visit Gainbridge.io slash ParityFlex for current rates, full product disclosures and disclaimers, and other important information.